Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Crazy people riding the streets, killing unborn babies, catching shots from police. Never thought that I would see the day when I would have to pray for God to hold me down. Cause Lord, I feel like giving up the day, I feel like giving up the faith. I swear these people fake, I swear they full of hate. I swear to tell the truth until I'm in the grave. Shots, shots fired, everybody quiet. Trying to hit a preacher, he ain't preaching to the choir. Preaching to the riot, daddy got fired. He ain't got no Medicare, sipping liquor in his chair. Blank stare, need a blank check. Where your bank at? Had a birthday, they gon' need a rain check Rich man need a vacation, hop a plane Broke man need a vacation, Mary Jane Walk outside and everything is lovely Butterflies in my stomach from this girl I wanna see Party in the neighborhood and everybody on the street They was on that TV one and now it's Frankie Beverly I done seen days go crazy, time fly by Maybe it was yesterday or maybe 65 Peace and war, born and die All too familiar, more lifetimes, uh One time for the memories Two times for the crew, three times for the love, y'all, and four times for the truth. And some days are a nightmare, and some dreams come true, but the Lord's still right there. It's just deja vu, oh, it's just deja vu, deja vu, it's just deja vu, y'all, it's just deja vu. It feel like Tribe Called Quest. It feel like they lost soul It feel all too familiar It feel like deja vu, uh I said I love you, hit the dough Got a mission, got a goal, yeah it's cold But I'm gonna pursue that She said she love me but she know I'm too old to be waiting for a handout Boy you knew that And if they try to keep me down Hold my ground till they all look around And they wonder who that they don't respect my mind or respect my grind, so I told her I gotta do that. Now maybe I was talking to my lady, but I think I told my mama the same thing. I told her I was all about the action, and then I got ghost face in my dream. Deja vu, quale vu, français, coordinate, everything the same under the sun, that's why we burning up. Don't believe astrology, but man, I hated cancer. Breast, lung, throat, blood, praying for an answer. Seemed like it was yesterday, they came and took your breath away, and I ain't get a chance to tell you everything I want to say. Now they say your sister got it too. Yeah, they say it's true. Guess it's never finished till it's true. Deja vu. One time for the memories. Two times for the crew. Three times for the love, y'all, and four times for the truth. And some days are a nightmare, and some dreams come true. But the Lord's still right there. It's just deja vu, oh. It's just deja vu. Deja vu. It's just deja vu, y'all. It's just deja vu. Deja vu, deja vu, 
Uh, my mom always said that I was a good liar. <laughs> uh, I think I got serious about it when I got older, but there was just so many obstacles that I had to go through before I could actually sit down to finish the process. Uh, actually sat down and started uh, from start to finish, I penned while I was incarcerated. So I had to go through a lot of life before I was able to actually sit down and finish. Now, in the process, I had tried to write a book, but life just kept grabbing me one way or the other way, and I just wasn't making the right choices. And I guess, you know what I'm saying, in God's eyes, it just wasn't my time yet. So uh, even though I would start, I could never get it finished. And then I just believed that, you know, God just had enough of me just being in the streets and doing everything that I wasn't supposed to do and said that, you know, enough is enough. It's time for me to, you know, sit you down into and, and and put me in a place to where I could actually, you know, be sober, mind, body, and soul, and, you know, actually mm-hmm. finish something that I started. So once I got, you know, incarcerated, that was the first thing that I did. I actually just picked up the pen, and uh, I actually took it serious, and I actually finished what I started. Wow, wow. And now getting into your book, Twist of Fate, um, you know, how did God give you the vision for that book? And and um, also just share with us just a little bit about Egypt Winners, um, the, one of the characters in your book. So share, share with us about that. Okay. Um, God, God gave me the vision, I do believe, the touch every lost soul that's out there. I feel that I'm still lost, you know what I'm saying, and I'm still trying to find my purpose um, in life, uh, but God has directed me. I was born and raised in the church, um, and I had to go through life for me to get to where I'm at right now. I had to go to prison for me to be where I am right now. And Every time I said no, you know what I mean, God gave me another chance to, you know, make things right. And I'm here today to make that right and to help everybody else, you know, that go through things every day, you know what I mean, Um, so that they can see that they can make it. No matter what you do, you know, God is not going to give up on you. You can always, you know, do better. Uh, But that's where I actually get my inspiration to write. Everything that I've written, um, is basically, you know, generated just from life experiences, life stories. Everything is real, raw, and uncut. Um, my character, Egypt Winners, uh, she's based on me. Our trial, a lot of trials and tribulations that I went through are in this book. Um, a lot of close uh, people um, that I've had in my life are um, in this book. Scenarios are in this book. So a lot of it is really real. Um, I just really wrapped it in a in a beautiful lie. I can definitely tell a story. I can definitely grab your attention. Um, and I do believe that it's just it's just life. I don't know no other way but to be real and just to tell the stories that I've been through or the stories that I've seen. So I do believe God is working with me telling those stories to help someone else. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It does make sense. And and I'm glad that you stated that because um, I know that 
when our listeners purchase your book that they're going to get a lot out of it, that they're going to, like you said earlier, that no matter where you've been, what you've done, God still has a plan and a purpose for you. And I like how you Mm -hmm. said that you're still searching for your purpose. And um, Mm -hmm. I believe with the twist of fate that that is part of your purpose, reaching out to those and letting them know, look, you know, I've been through this. I went down the wrong road, but God brought me back to, you know, the right road. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing this thing for God and, and, and be encouraged because no matter what life hands you or deals to you, you can make it. So I, I want to talk mm-hmm. about, um, you, you say Egypt winter is based on, uh, on you and, um, mm-hmm. You know, have you had a lot of, like you said, you have a lot of close uh, individuals that that were close to you in the book in different scenarios. Mm -hmm. So have you had anyone Mm -hmm. come to you and say, well, why did you put me in the book? And I know this character is about me and blah, 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 blah. You know, have you you ever had anyone Mm -hmm. come to you and just, you know, be real mad about you putting them in the book? (laughs) Um, No, I wasn't disrespectful towards anyone um, or me, you know, friend of mine, uh, one, he did feel a certain type of way, you know what I mean, about uh, a scenario that I did put in the book um, about him, but at the end of the day, it, it was my story. We've been, we were friends for so long. Um, you know, he, he spoke his piece on it, but he kind of like let it go. I knew he felt a certain type of way, you know what I mean, but you know, he supported me. You know, he came to all the book signings. You know, he read it and everything. And then eventually, you know, I, I think he's over a little bit now, but, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll be all right. Um, everyone else, you know, only he knows, though. Only he knows. You know what I mean? You read in the book, you wouldn't know. You know what I mean? Only he specifically knows about that part. Um, it's the same way, you know, with my other friends that are in the book. Uh, my best friend who's actually really close to me, she knows what's real. You know what I mean? Um, I'll be honest with you and, and the listeners right now. The drinking in the book is definitely real. You know what I mean? I definitely struggled with alcohol um, for a long time, you know, um, until I actually went to prison and actually sobered up. But the alcoholism in there, the Mary J. Blige, I'm the biggest Mary J. Blige fan ever. Mary J. Blige, like, that's real. Um <laughs> My mom always tells me to tell the listeners that, uh, you know, that I wasn't adopted, you know what I mean? So I like to throw that out there as well. And the very first chapter, uh, Hillcrest Seventh-day Adventist Church, is the church that I actually went to every Saturday. You know what I mean? Um, I, I definitely was born and raised in the church. And, you know, I, I try to tell parents this as well for, you know, that's in the church and that's not in the church, you know, for whose kids go the wrong path, you know what I mean, because my mom struggles with that, but, you know, us as kids, you know, we make our own decisions despite what our parents say, so, you know, I know it's hard not to tell a parent, you know, not to carry the burden of their children and what they do, but, you know, I'm living proof that you can come from a good home and still just want to be in the streets, you know what I mean, like I was born and raised in the church, I lived in a good home, my mom made sure that I had everything that I needed and I still resulted, you know, into you know, a lot of negative energy, you know what I'm saying, even though my mom did all the right things. So, you know, parents out there, don't beat yourself up. We all as kids have to go through our own, you know, our own thing for us to get our own personal relationship with God. Mm. 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 Mm.
Wow, that's powerful. That is powerful because there are a lot of parents out there that are really beating themselves up because they're trying to think mm-hmm. in their head, like, where, where did I go wrong? Like, my child is out here and is doing all kinds of things. Where did I go wrong? I'm glad you encouraged your parents once today. Um, and before we go any further with the broadcast and interview, I want you to share how our listeners can purchase your book. And also, do you, um, you know, do open forum at different churches or events? Um, right now, yes, I do. Uh, I do speaking engagements. Um, I haven't. I've been to my church. I haven't really been to um, any other church. Like I've been to the churches that you know that I've known. You know, I haven't been to any churches that. I haven't, you know, actually personally attended. Um, I do a lot of different speaking engagements um, in the community, uh, in the prisons as well. Well, in my in the county jails, uh, removal centers, things like that. Um, and I'm actually trying to do a prison tour right now, and I'm trying to get into more churches, and I'm trying to get into, uh, you know, some more colleges as well. Um, I think. Uh, how can I? The book itself, you know what I'm saying, my story, my spiritual journey, you know, is very Christian, you know, based, you know. And like I said, I'm still trying to find my, you know, my walk as well. I believe in God in 100%, but I'm not, uh, you know, like I'm not perfect, you know what I mean? Like I'm still working on me and my relationship with God. Um, I have a lot of people judge me, you know, because of that. I have a lot of people judge me because of the book, because of the content of the book, because the book is very real, it's very raw, it's very uncut. Um, once you pick up the book, you'll definitely fall in love with the story. But, you know, the story's real, and I'm not going to put any, you know, I'm not going to be fake about it. You know, this, you know what I mean? And this is what, you know, these are the people that God wants us to reach out to. God wants you to reach out to a person, you know, like me, um, and things like that. So, like, I just get a little bit of backlash because of that, you know what I mean? Uh but I'm working on it, though. Everybody's allowed to have their own opinion. Um, and you can actually, you know, purchase the book uh, from Amazon.com, BarnesandNobles.com. Um, you can go to my website, uh, com slash Twist of Faith, and you can get a, a copy there. And if you would like to get a, a autographed copy personally from me, you can send me an email at Twist of Faith. Zero 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 at gmail dot com, and uh, I'll send you all a link. We can get the book paid for. I'll personally sign a copy, and I'll send it out to you. I'll send it out to anybody that's in a prison, on um, a halfway house, anything like that. Um, I'm always here to help. I'm always here to you know let people out there know you know that God loves you no matter what. Like that's just one of my biggest things. You know what I mean? Because none of us are perfect. You know, and a lot of people tend to shy away from God and from, you know, religion because, you know, people, you know, there's so much judgment that's out there. So I'm just a prime example that, you know, God will work with you no matter what what you're doing. And that's just, like, that's my main focus right now is getting that out there and, you know, working with people that's in the prisons because that's where I come from. And I just believe that everybody can change and do better. Amen. Amen on that. Um, and that's, and it's so true that um, I, I, I would hate to say, but it is true that there are a lot of people that are judgmental. 
Um, if you don't look like them, if you don't do as they do, uh, you don't live a life like they do, they tend to be very judgmental. But God is a God of love. And when he reaches out to us, he reaches out to us in love. And uh, that's one thing that I, not one thing, but a lot of things that I love about Jesus is that he was a man that loved people. He loved the outcasts as well. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of people that, like you said, they're outcasts, you know. Um, you know, if you're in prison, you're an outcast, considered an outcast. You know, nobody wants mm-hmm. to be bothered, you know. And I believe that, like you said, your ministry is definitely uh, pointed to those that have been incarcerated and are still incarcerated. So, um mm-hmm. Again, I wanted to ask you this, um, knowing that your journey is still, uh, you know, God's still working on you, and you say you're not perfect, um, how did you come into that relationship with God? Because, again, you said you was brought up in the church. You know, your mom did everything she could to raise you up, uh, to go the right way, uh, but you still felt a calling, still felt a calling to go, you know, the opposite way of what you was taught. So how did you come to your own relationship with God? Once I actually, uh, you know, started getting into the streets, started drinking a little bit, um, I never knew how much I paid attention in church until I got in the street. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. <laughs> okay. Yes, it does. All right. Because yes, the people look at me like, I don't understand. Uh, and, and it's true, you know. I never really realized how much I paid attention in church until I got in the streets. So even though I was in the streets and I was selling drugs and I was drinking 90 miles going west, I always stopped, you know what I mean, to, to say a prayer. I always believed that God was, you know, that God was real. I never believed that he left me. I always knew that, you know what I'm saying, he was there. I just chose to do, you know, what it was that I wanted to do. And I just, I believe in my heart. I had to go through everything that I went through in those streets, the drinking, the drugs, me going to prison, for me to be right here and to be able to talk to you um, on the on this radio station about this subject. Um, I didn't really clean my, my act up, you know, and say that, all right, I'm going to do something different, you know, not just for me, but for my family and so that I can be blessed, you know what I mean, um, until mm-hmm. I, you know, got to prison and, you know, I, I cleaned my, my, myself up and I started, uh, you know, I started the writing process and mm-hmm. I was angry, you know, I was very angry. I was angry because I was locked up. I was angry because I sold drugs and I got five years and the person sitting next to me killed somebody and was drunk, but only got two. Like, I was just very angry. I was angry about everything. So God just really, really had to work with me. And then through those five years, you know, he just started peeling back the layers. I didn't even know that he was peeling back a lot of the layers that he was until, you know, mm-hmm. I transitioned and came home. You know what I mean? But I ended mm-hmm. up shedding a lot of hurt, a lot of pain while I was locked up. I started going back to church. You know, every Sunday I started reading my Bible more. I started watching what it was that was coming out of my mouth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I started, you know, just 
being just having a a, a relationship with with God, and mm-hmm. you know it was it was easy while I was lost. After I got to that point, like the last year that I was in there, because I was in a controlled environment. You know what I mean? Once I came mm-hmm. home, you know I was on the right path for for a minute. You know, and I've been home for four years, well five years. Uh, thank God, um, June twenty sixth mm-hmm. of this year. Me, you know. But when I came home, yeah, when I came home, you know, I was on the right path for a minute, and then I fell off again. I ended up losing three people that I really cared about. I lost my son's father uh, and and two people that I was in a relationship with that I really, really cared about. One was murdered, and then one died in the hospital on 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 the bathroom floor. So, and it all happened to me, you know, like in three in three months. You know, it was like one after another. So, you know, I fell off. You know what I mean? And I was drinking again, and, you know, that's how the book came about. The book came about, again, through her. When I wrote the book when I was in prison, I wrote it through her. When I actually decided to believe in myself and let God work with me once again to actually get through there, I just had to go through another stage in my life for it to actually get done. So I, I sat on the book for four years because uh, I just published it this year, and, I had, I just had to go through a lot, another like set of trials and tribulations for me to believe in myself to actually get it done. So I just believe that God just keeps working with me and keeps working with me and keeps working with me, you know, to to get it done. I don't ever think that I ever actually strayed from God. I don't think that God actually ever strayed from me. It's just, you know, sometimes I have to be quiet for him to work with me. So maybe it's just my pain process that I have to go through. For, for God to work with me and then you know but as of right now he working he working on me and he working for me and I'm blessed. <laughs> amen. Amen. And um what I hear to um you know as you were speaking that you know God is healing you and healing you from you know various mm-hmm. things you went through the hurt and the pain and I heard I heard you talk about anger and that's something that a lot of individuals have are, is anger. And anger comes from hurt and pain and rejection, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I think people don't really realize that, you know, they're walking around and angry and they don't really know why why they're angry. Like, mm-hmm. you have to really sit down and, like you said, the key thing is sit down and get quiet and really hear, you know, your thoughts and hear God speak because God's not going to always speak when the turmoil is up and it's high and the volume is everything is going crazy, you know. So, you know, if you can get into into that place of being quiet and have a, some type of serenity, then God can be able to reveal some things. That way you can, you know, sit down and look at it and evaluate it for what it is. But have you, um, you know, as God was, having you, you know, deal with the different pain and hurt that you was going through while writing the book, were you able to sit down with your mom and share with her some of the things that um, hurt you and even angered you? Me and my mother's relationship has been a growing process um, throughout, you know, our relationship throughout my life through her um, having me. Yes, me and my mother came a long way. I say me and my family, like us as a family together, because I have an older sister and a younger brother. Uh, as a family, we all, you know, have came together through our trials and tribulations with uh, within us. So we're all still a growing process 
um, my mother uh, yet. I believe if it wasn't for my mother, you know, praying for me as well, I'm glad she was praying for me because there was a point in the time that I scared my mother. I was in the street so deep that she was praying for me to go to jail just so she would know where I was at so I can be safe. Um, me and my mom, we talk a lot more now. Uh, I think she under, I don't think, I know she understands me a little bit better now because we can communicate better now, now since I'm older. And uh, I know how to uh, talk about my feelings a little bit better. You know what I mean? Um, she won't read the book. And it's just because of the, the the language and the content that's in it. But then again, I think my mom is actually scared to read the book as well. Just to, just to see, you know, because she knows that it's about me. I, I think she's like, oh, man, like I know my daughter was in the street, so. She only will read the in the last chapter, which is okay, because maybe one day she will actually pick it up just to see the journey um, that Egypt took. But as far as me and my mom, like, uh, we definitely talk a lot more now. Uh, our relationship is really good now. And um, religion-wise, you know, uh, well, I'm not going to say religion. I'll say spiritually. Spiritually, we have an awesome connection between each other and with God. Amen to that. Amen to that. And um, we have only a couple more seconds, maybe another minute uh, towards the ending of the broadcast. But I want you to share an encouraging word uh, with our listeners, especially those that are dealing with rejection, hurt, pain, anger, um, those that those that are, you know, incarcerated or on their way to making decisions that can get them incarcerated and also share with us, again, how we can purchase your book. Okay. Um, you can purchase the book once again um, on Amazon.com, BarnesandNobles.com. You want to look up uh, Twisted Fate, A Truth Wrapping a Beautiful Lie uh, by Nikki Flowers. You can also get an autograph, a personal copy directly from me by uh, emailing me at twistofate0000 at gmail.com. Uh, we can go ahead and set you up a link. Uh, we can get the book paid for, and I can go ahead and I can autograph it to your liking. We can get that book sent to you. Uh, you can also go to my website as well, www.outsourcequest.com slash twistofate, and that will actually take you to a link of Amazon.com and our Barnes and Nobles where you can go ahead and uh, you can purchase the book. And this, in uh, an encouraging word, um, an encouraging word to everyone out there that's listening, you know, just know that God is looking for the weak. God is looking for the hurt. God is looking for the anger. God is trying to heal, you know, heal you just as well as he's working on me. Um, everything is not going to happen overnight. It's going to be a work in progress. You're going to struggle. But just know that if you believe in God, you know, he will bring you through. And uh, stay in tune with yourself. Try to stay in tune with your goals. Uh, for for my, my young brothers and sisters that's out there on their way to getting, you know, incarcerated, that may be the next step that you need to do to save your life because I swear that, you know, prison saved mine. You may need to go ahead and take that step so that you can see exactly, you know, what 
life is and, and how much you should appreciate your freedom. Um, to those that are hurting, you know, I know it's hard to talk to, you know, to talk to God or to get comfortable to talk to God. But, you know, it all just starts by simply dropping to your knees sometimes and saying nothing. And uh, just continue to follow me as well. I, I have a blog site, um, twistofate2016.wordpress.com, you know. You can see how I'm moving. Like I said, like I'm not a perfect person, but I, I, but I believe in God, and I love God, and God loves me, and I continue to be blessed. So just spiritually work on yourself. I'm going to work on your connection with God, and everything else will fall into place. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Nikki, for coming on the show and allowing me the opportunity to interview you and talk about your book, Sister of Faith. And I'll, again, just very honored to have you on the show today. Hey, I'm very appreciative. Um, I'm glad that you were willing to sit down with me and talk to me so that people can hear my story, you know what I mean, and my battle, you know, with religion and, you know, how people are, you know, just just trying to do good, but other people don't see it that way, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm glad that you sat down with me. I'm honored to be on your show as well. And I want y'all guys to, you know, you know, take the time. I'll read the book. Please read the book. It's an awesome story. Uh, like I said, Egypt goes through a lot. She goes through hell and high water just trying to figure out who she is and if she believes in God or not and if he's real, you know, or if life and is life real, you know what I'm saying? So she goes through a lot of trials and tribulations. And in this book, you may not have went through one of these things, but you know somebody that has, you know what I mean? Every emotion that you've ever felt in your life, you will feel reading this book. You know, that's how real it is. It'll make you laugh, cry, and it'll make you be angry. But at the same time, you know, it'll answer a lot of questions about somebody that you know or somebody that you know. So please, you know, get the book. It's definitely an awesome experience. Awesome experience. Amen. Amen to that. And may you have a blessed night and blessed week ahead. And, um, again, we definitely got to get you back on the show. And just keep us posted about uh you know, different events that you may be going to speak at and just so we can, uh, you know, be able to pass the word on. All right, I definitely will. Uh, my next book will be coming out for Christmas, and then I will be introducing my own publishing company that I'm getting ready to publish that book through, everything is self-publishing, and then we're going back into the prisons to get their story so that I can help those people, you know what I'm saying, grow and have money on their books too. So I will definitely be in touch. And thank you for your support, and thank you for reaching out. Thank you. God bless. God bless. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to SPSN. Listen live with me, your host, DeAndre, and you have just heard from Nikki Flowers. Make sure you go out and purchase the book, and you will be blessed by the testimony. Amen. And with that being said, may you be encouraged, inspired, and forever blessed.
I'ma do it, put a top back. Oh, six, top down, four, four, clock now. I'ma do me, let the critics go talk now. Right it even up for what my left hand doing. I don't gonna be worried with the next man doing. Say that like I'm in the coop and I'm too go. Get it to the skies where I'm gonna go, yeah. Take no shade with the scooter. I'ma do me, and we on the same team. But not the Sigma brush Got my name from drinking 40s Used to rush Cars cooking Cooking them jelly jars Yeah you a jug I charge it up For a hover rod But now I'm getting Microphone profit Look like I got Sandbags in my pocket Baby on my boots But it's too late She hungry To her I look like a plate Let me be straight up You need to get your weight up Stop worrying about the neck, put your head up. When my money was low, I stayed high. With my chin in the sky, do or die. Like, like I'm in the coop and I'm too go. Get it to the skies where I'm gonna go, yeah. Like no shade with a scooter. I'ma do me, we on the same team, yeah. Watch how I'm doing me. I can't do you, cause I'm doing me, yeah. I know they feel how I'm doing me. Yeah, they gon' get a thrill how I'm doing me. They hoping I keep it cooking and keep it poppin'. Studio to kitchen, we mixing up the product. Got a lot of haters, couple critics trying to stop them. Me and God been talking, he told me not to bother. I got a master plan from the master, so let them talk about me while I'm looking crazy dancing. My clothes don't match and my hoes got a pan. Wait, I think I may have said it back. It's cool though, how you do that there? Acting like nobody know what you do back there. Hit a hater out of way, I know it's you back there. I ain't dwelling on it, I ain't trying to do that there. Like I'm in the coop and I'm too go. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.